Welcome, everyone, to the Rip and Strips podcast. I am your host, Cornell Reed, with my friend here, the other host, Logan Leistakow. I'm the corn dog. And I'm the L dog. That's right. We're here to bring you another exciting episode of Rip and Strips, where we will take a comic strip, pit them head to head. We'll take two comic strips, pit them head to head. (laughs) I'm doing a bad job already of explaining this. See who is the ultimate winner, um, who, which one is the funniest for that week. Um, and it's an exciting competition. We put, you know, spend a lot of time researching, looking into which comic strip is the best of that week. And, you know, we come together and put them head to head in competition. It's an exciting battle that will happen at the end of this episode. And until then. I just get to talk to my friend Logan. Hey, hey, man! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, for all you who don't know, which I hope most of you don't, because I'm not sharing my private details with a lot of you. I was in Hawaii. Hawaii. I didn't even know that. I don't think you told me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, because uh, the only thing you told me was like, hell yeah, it's sick. That's I've never all told you, you where. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Are you enjoying your holiday? Hell yeah, it's sick. Well, I thought, all that's right, all cool. I need- <laughs> I thought that's all I needed to say because you knew where I was. And you're like, yeah, sounds about right for Hawaii. Nope. I had no idea. I assumed you've got to travel the country all the time to visit all of your different family members. So I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, and I was visiting family, or as they call it in Hawaii, my ohana, which is not necessarily blood-related, not necessarily blood-related people, but people that, you know, you grew up with in your community, people that are part of your family. Like, Logan, you're part of your, maybe, I'd say you're part of my ohana. Okay. (laughs) You didn't sound so sure, though. I was thinking. I was not like, as close as you your periphery? Hawaiian. Well, not as cl- close as my Hawaiian. My Hawaiian Ohana is like a family, friends, one of my mom's best friends for like 40 years. Ah. And she is from Hawaii. And so we went and visited her family. Had the New Year's out there, which is really fun. Hawaii does New Year's right. They like to... the the idea is that all spirits come back to earth around the new years so that's great but there's bad spirits too you don't want them hanging around right you got to get those bad spirits the fuck out of here and the best way to Bye. do that is to scare them off with fireworks <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> okay so we we have a similar thing here yeah so yeah exactly so we um, went over to this house party. That food was incredible. It was a huge spread, um, and then and we all ate and drank. And then they just started lighting off crazy fireworks, one after the other, after the other, after the other. Sweet. And um, it was really fun. It was really fun. And there's one pack of fireworks called like the um, the oh god, what did it call? It was called like the Stop Karens or something like that. And it was a picture of this woman like. Tearing her hair out and all these explosions all over her. That's funny. That was really cool. 
And uh, yeah, it was great. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. And um, highly recommend visiting Hawaii. If you live there, congratulations. Stay living there. The Big Island rules. And Is that what island you were at? Yeah. Yeah, which was um, really, really fun. Great time. Great way to ring in the new year. And now I'm back in frigid Los Angeles. Now, did your mom's friend always live in Hawaii when you knew them growing up? Or? No, she was born and raised there and lives oh, okay. in my hometown now. Oh, wow. So you guys really are super close. Yeah. Yeah. Although I guess, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I guess if my friend lived in Hawaii and wanted me to visit, I would definitely make that happen. Definitely. Well, she still lives in Northern California. She just goes back to visit her family every year around New Year's. And so we went along. Oh, okay. Too. Oh, okay. That's what I guess I was was implied in the first place. Yeah, that is pretty close. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, um, it's fairy for you to ask so many questions, given the fact that you had no <laughs> idea where I was. And all I told you was, it's sick. Yeah. And I told you it sounded like an extreme sport you were at. X games or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's all our communication uh, was. Yeah. I would have also been sick. Do, do you think kids are still saying sick or is that something that's, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I always thought it was weird. Honestly, saying something was sick. Yeah. But when you say it, it's pretty funny. Sick. You don't ever don't say know. it. I don't think so. What do you say? You say cool. Yeah. Everyone still says cool, I think. Dope. Which is really old. I don't know if kids say dope. Yeah. You say dope? That's pretty dope. Yeah, you do say dope. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell I said it naturally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. said, uh, yeah, what's another one? You say fat a lot. That was fatty-licious, you say. That's pretty hot and tempting. Fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they say it in booty call or something money talks the chris oh, tucker that what film. It was? <laughs> yep. yep money talks that's the only thing i remember about it and then something about a helicopter maybe they fall off chris tucker falls off a helicopter or something something that's all i remember in chris tucker's heyday man did he have a wonderful window he lived in yeah he, until yeah. fucking uh cat not cat stevens cat williams came along and exposed him cat williams he exposed well, not him really what do you mean? He implied he was gay. That's about it, I guess, with Chris Tucker. He implied that he himself was gay with Chris Tucker? He's. Did you see or hear about the Cat Williams interview? On I Club did, but I haven't, I haven't watched it at all. Oh, dude. It, oh, that's crazy. I would have thought you would have watched some of it. It's, I, I want to. It's like three hours long, and there's a million clips, and he mentions a lot of celebrities. and Some of it is like provably true, but then some of it's like... I don't know. He said he re read like 3,000 books a year when he was a kid or something. So it's like, uh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, I guess I'll take it with a grain of salt, but it's fun gossip anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he is hilarious. He was one of the funniest guys ever. Gotta love Cat Williams. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad, though, because I do like some of the comedians he talks shit about. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Like who? I used to work for Kevin Hart, and I enjoyed working there, and I thought he was super nice. And I don't think Cat said he was an industry plant. And I don't see that at all because not even just working for him, but 
I remember Kevin Hart has always been around. He was on a uh, tough crowd way back in like 2001 or some shit. Was he? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, I mean, he's, he didn't come out of nowhere as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I don't know. I remember I did a show at the Comedy Union way back in the day. And he was on a different show before me. And it was right when he had sold his sitcom, Kevin's House, or something like that. So there's all this like little buzz about him. But that's all I really remember. And then the next thing, he was Kevin Hart. And, you know, for me, I don't feel like it matters if he's an industry plant or not. He, what he became is just the perfect industry actor. Right. Like, we, I think yeah, we. I think industry plant. I see how that easily applies to a musician who doesn't necessarily write their own thing or make their CD cover or right. do anything, dress themselves. I mean, right. they, they just pick, I can see how you can pick a human who will obey you and that's the industry plant. But like when it comes to a stand up comedy, I mean, Kevin is naturally funny and quick. He is. He is. And, but yeah, I mean, he is on the, maybe the corporate side. I don't know, but, that's not what a corporate plant, or that's not what an industry plant is. Right. No, he's, <laughs> he's super funny. He shows up on time and shit. <laughs> right. Right, exactly. He's super funny, super likable, really good at playing up those traits, putting himself in the right places, and, you know, um, and hustling just... Hustling, generally. Hustling, and not... He never gets in trouble. Well, he does, but he... I mean, he gets in trouble, but <laughs> but he works through it, and he's got a bunch. He's always got a million things going on. Yeah, wait, what did he get in trouble for? He got caught cheating on his wife, okay, like yeah. a couple of years ago. Actually, it was right after I was working for him. <laughs> really? Yeah. Should have kept me around, Kev. Would have <laughs> kept you out of trouble. Yeah, it was in Vegas. It was really weird, but at least it. I mean, it could have been worse, I guess. Well, whatever. I mean, that's pretty bad. Cheating on your wife. Yeah. I guess you don't want to. Uh... Yeah, let's not lose film roles bad. I mean. No, no. You know, that's a personal issue. Maybe you're in the wrong relationship. You got to figure that out. But that's not. That's, you shouldn't be losing work over your that, even though it's bad. Yeah. Right? If you were a marriage counselor, maybe, or like a. Right. Like a film, <laughs> no. Yeah. And he and they stay together and they're. You know, they worked through it, too. So, well, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that controversy is can be erased. Man, I wish you had seen the interview, though. He said a lot of funny shit. You'll you, you'll think it's funny. I can't wait. to see <laughs> it. I can't wait to see it. Like he but he said a lot of racist shit about black people and he's black. So I don't want to repeat it because it would be fun to talk with you about it. But I don't want <laughs> Right. Spread <laughs> right. terrible uh, conspiracy theories, but they're pretty funny to listen to. Yep. I guess I'll say the one I'm thinking of because it is funny and crazy. And I, I do think it's a coincidence, but he's just like, why the hell all these black actors have a light skinned wife with a weird face and nobody ever interviews them. They never do interviews. It's because that's what they give you. It, like that's what the Illuminati gives you. Wow. It's like, whatever. You know. <laughs> wow. Wow. Incredible. Weird face, by the way. Like he I've seen these com compilations online and it shows all these people he's talking about. And it's like, these are beautiful women <laughs> with right. gorgeous faces. Right, right, right. 
And what's the point of giving them these faceless women? Couldn't they just let them <laughs> marry anybody and then just still not interview them? You know, conspiracies are real, but some conspiracy theories are just so they require everyone in the world to be working together. So it's right. like, at a certain point, it's not even a, it's just like <laughs> right. nonsense. It's right. Like any sense. Exactly. Or some like, yeah, it's just like this huge secret of these people who control the world working together to. Although we're not famous, maybe it is different. I, I feel like I've been in Hollywood and I've been around famous people, so I've seen a lot. But maybe I'm maybe I'm just it's hidden from us. Well, you're still waiting on them to give you a wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, he also said that him and this is all he said, by the way, he didn't describe it. He, he just said me and there were two guys at a. Uh, well, he said it in a really weird way, but I'll just boil it down. He said him and uh, Ludacris were at an Illuminati thing. That's all he said. And then he said, they told Ludacris, they had to choose one of us, and they chose the one who shaved his uh, beard off. He used to have a crazy beard haircut. Uh-huh. And uh, they gave him $40 million. And and I uh, guess they told him, they told us they were going to give one of us $50 million or some crazy amount. And then he was like, look who's been in the last 10 uh Fast and Furious movies, ten million dollars each, or something. It's just like it sounds like you were at an audition, yeah. and they told you to shave your beard, and you didn't. I mean, like what? Right. <laughs> when you think of these Illuminatis, you think of these like big me, these big rooms, and there's a bunch of people sitting on like you know high chambers with the black on their face, you know. Ludacris <laughs> said, "Cat, thank you for coming here this evening." We need one of you, but only one, because you two are so similar. <laughs> yeah. We can't have both uh, Ludacris and Cat Williams running around. That's amazing. I mean, you might as well. And, and you, the Illuminati has to have planned out the franchise of Fast and Furious and know in advance that each film will definitely be profitable. Like, right, right. It doesn't. But he knows, though. But he's more experienced in showbiz than I am. So what is going on? It is mysterious. It is mysterious. and But surely it's not exactly what he said. You know? <laughs> I, I, would, I, would, I would think not. But, you know, if he was the one to blow this whole thing wide open, that would be pretty cool. Well, that's the thing. He just throws it out there. We went to this Illuminati thing. Shay Shay doesn't say anything, and then they move on, and then there's no, like, oh, how'd right. you get in the Illuminati? <laughs> who else was there? Yeah. Right, right, right. Where was this? No. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> yeah, God, the Illuminati is so good. They never slip up. They're doing so much worldwide, you know? Um, It's just, like, they they are so incredible did you ever think about that how good they are at, at being illuminati people i w i mean i guess i don't totally unbelieve it it could be possible but i think it's probably not true yeah but there could be a group of people calling themselves the illuminati it's an ancient you know oh, club well, or sure whatever. it's like the but is that what he was talking about? I don't think so. I you think, think he just they're threw pulling strings. 
no, but I they probably have powerful f- positions and they're pulling some strings. But I think to yeah. be, what he said is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And like some conspiracy theories are just impossible. Like, oh, they all made it. Oh, the the Illuminati made a hologram that made us all think that twin towers explode you know <laughs> right like, I don't think so. right right and then also <laughs> they chose ludicrous over cat williams it was one long day but they faked <laughs> 9-11 and then chose ludicrous <laughs> like, well, there are they pulling strings or are they involved in fast and furious is that the power they have that doesn't seem right it seems like two different things that seems like not powerful at all nobody those are popular films but i ask eight people if they've seen it i like six or seven haven't seen the last fast and furious movie you know what i mean yeah it's not real power this is not real propaganda it's just like a stupid movie I, absolutely and what is the, what was the benefit of choosing ludicrous and giving him that money what did that do for them dude he literally said pretty much that and then he started talking, gossiping about somebody else. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he can't stay on so that. Like, yeah, he can't that stay on is, that too long. That's the one I wanted to hear about. Yeah, he can't stay on that too long. So you start asking questions about it. He, he has no answers. And then when he was talking about Kevin Hart, he was like, there is no, nobody has any memory of seeing Kevin Hart at the comedy store in L.A. when he first moved here. And it's just like, that doesn't prove anything. Right. What do you mean? Right. He was right. in on the East Coast. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Anyway. Oh, well, I guess we talked about it anyway, even though you didn't see it. Well, if the Illuminati was like, all right, we need to pick one podcaster. You two both can't be <laughs> ripping strips. You can only be one, and we'll give you $300 billion. I'd slit your throat. Okay, cool. Just making sure. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, I just like to know where we stand. And he was like, no, I was just going to tell you to shave your beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Have you ever watched that show, Sh- the Shannon Sharp? No. I guess it's a show. It's not really a podcast. Yeah, everyone all of a sudden when this Cat Williams scene came out, everyone was talking about it like, oh, Team Shay Shay or whatever. And I was like, what the hell are you guys talking about? How does everyone Dude, know he's that? a good interviewer. I Like, that was the first one I saw. I watched a million clips and then YouTube started feeding it to me. And I watched Tommy Davidson and he's adopted just like me. And he met his parents when he was 34 and I did when I was 38. Whoa, cool. So I was totally into that. And that was a good interview, too. Yeah. And I was like, dude, Shannon Sharp's good. And he's. I love Tommy Davidson too. He's very yeah. funny. Oh, dude. And he had so much interesting, also gossip, I guess, but less. Yeah. Damaging. <laughs> it was just like, and eh, JLo was kind of rude to me, you know, so I right. really friends. I was like, and he nah. goes, <laughs> and me and Usher went to an Illuminati meeting. Guess who <laughs> <Right>. they picked? <laughs> right. Oh. He talked about being jealous of Jamie Foxx and shit. It was, it's good shit. Check I out Club Shay Shay after you watch our library. I mean, I'm jealous of Jamie Foxx, too. But, well, yeah. Who's not? He's, he seems to have had a great life besides the whole... Up until now, yeah. Yeah, whatever he went through. But God bless you, Jamie Foxx. We yeah. love you. And we hope you're better. They said that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <everything>. It's like, <laughs> stop everything. Oh, yeah. Because you forget. Yeah. he. What did happen? He, fell he had like a heart head? attack or something like that. Ugh, I keep bumping this. And he was seems like the one of those people who's like the most fit people in the world. Now, 
that is something that's definitely not a conspiracy is all the the drugs that people are on to make themselves still be so ripped at such an old age. Oh, okay. Because when I first heard about it, I heard he fell back. Oh, wait, maybe that was a David Schwimmer or someone else. I thought he fell backwards and hit his head. That could have happened, too. And then people were saying, oh, it's the Vax. Oh, I don't know. No, <laughs> no, no. no. There, it, uh, or, or maybe they said the I thought Vax it was caused like, a heart attack because yeah. it has caused uh, blood clots right, in right, people. Right, right, right. Rarely. Like very, 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 very rare. Um, But yeah, no. Uh, I think it was a heart attack or something. But... By the way, did you see that? There's a video of a comedian, and she was on stage talking about how she got vaxxed and was like laughing about it, and then she passed out right on stage. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, who was that? I don't remember who it was. I don't remember. Some female comedian, and she's like, she's like doing pretty well. She's like, a, she was headlining a club. I forget who it was. Hold on just a second. It's that. <laughs> sorry. It's all right. I heard a whooshing like the ocean. It's my computer. I'm so sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, what the hell? It's all right. Well, anyway, she just did it. She just did, did, did that thing. She's like, yeah, and I'm back, so I don't care who knows it. And then she passed <laughs> immediately out. Passed immediately out. passed out on stage. I mean, to be fair, it looked like she did the audience a favor by passing out. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. that's your stand It stand-up. seemed like it was going to be a, the rest of the set was going to be great. Uh, we're all, uh, we're, I'm pro-vax, get vaxxed, whatever. But if you're coming out and you're, that's, that's your idea of joking is like being like doing pro-vax humor and dumping on right. the, it's just so tired. Just like, let those people go home early. Thank you for passing out. <laughs> did you... You just saw the clip. I did just see the clip. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know the follow up. She could be dead. (laughs) 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 She could be dead. Anyway, how was your New Year's? We didn't talk about your New Year's. Good. I went to the shop and we had a bonfire. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. Now, were there a lot of fireworks going off in L.A.? Actually, no, but. Speaking of fireworks, one year I spent the 4th of July at your place uh, cat sitting, not dog sitting. Um, And I took video of the incredible uh, firework display from your balcony. It was amazing. Or your deck. Yeah. And I still haven't done anything with that. I should put it up online as like a YouTube, uh, like one of these things or something. But uh, nothing like that in Glendale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But in your neighborhood, which is, uh, oh, I guess you don't necessarily want to say it. But, yeah, in your neighborhood, it's huge. Yeah, well, especially on the 4th. I don't know so much about New Year's, but they're kind of looking for any reason to let loose. And um, Yeah, several fires broke out on that 4th of July where I was there. Yeah. But the fire department knew that was going to happen. They were there. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's a busy day for a fire department, got to think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to be a fireman. Now, as your Ohana, I uh, visited your parents' place recently. And do you remember me and your stepdad talking about socks and how our socks didn't match? No. Like, I, oh, you don't? Oh, maybe. Oh, I guess it was Paul making fun of me for that. I okay, guess you go ahead. But go know. ahead. 
Bring me back. Paint me a scene. No, no, it's stupid. <laughs> I want to hear it. I'll just tell the story. We were just talking. I was t- talking to him forever about socks, and it was. I thought that. I thought everybody thought that was funny, but I guess <laughs> only <laughs> Dal Paul did. Because I bought these socks where each there's like two of each color. Yeah. So I've got to match one sock to the other every time I wash it. That's bullshit. That is annoying. And then what I found out is they don't even make these anymore. Fruit of the Loom with a tab in the back. Really? They was that your them. style? That was your sock? Yeah, dude, because I like the ankle sock, but my shoes rub on my the back of my ankle. I hate that. That's a nightmare. You don't want to be having your heel rubbed raw by the back of your shoes. Hell no. God, this is a boring subject. I thought it would be like an inside thing. You'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, you have no idea. You talk about <laughs> socks. And why would you care? Uh, I used to be an ankle sock guy and I do like them cause they're easier to put on. It feels right. more, I'm all about e- putting something on easily. Me too. You know, I want to be able, I don't want to have to sit down to put my shoes on. I don't want to sit down to put my socks on my pants, my underpants. I don't want to have to sit down at all to put on anything right on. <laughs> now, unfortunately there are some stuff that, you know, I think I, you still got to kind of sit down mostly to put on socks, underwear. No, I guess you don't have to sit down for those, but it could be easier Just socks and shoes pretty much. Yeah. But it would be nice to have a maybe zip up underwear. No, that sounds harder. Even do you leave? I guess you got Crocs on. Do you leave your shoes tied? Cause I do. Absolutely. Yeah, I never untie. Never. Every time I shoes. Never. That's a pain in the ass. It's a real pain in the ass. No, I have a secret knot. Okay. That okay. I I have learned. I feel like it's gonna be the same thing everyone does, but go ahead. <laughs> no, it's not just a double knot. Okay. It's not. This is a secret knot. And it was taught to me by a child. I was also <laughs> I was also a child. I was also a child when I learned it. To be fair, I was also a child. Now what you do, the, he this child also just to continue with the backstory, wasn't just your every average everyday child's dumb idiot loser booger picker butthead kid. Right? You follow me so far? I didn't lose you. <laughs> no, not right. <laughs> I hate it when people say right as they tell. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. He wasn't just your normal everyday idiot, loser, booger picker, dumb fart head kid. Butthead. Got it. His dad, the man who raised him, was, according to him, (laughs) Uh a lumberjack. Whoa, cool. And now this is in Northern California. We're in the Siskiyou National Forest. There's a lot of trees around there. Probably a lot of lumberjacks, right? And he was my, it was at a basketball camp where we, you you would like sleep in a dorm with another kid out of college for, I don't remember how long, a week or something. And um, so he taught me this knot that his dad taught him. The lumberjack. And I don't know if you know, but it's really important for lumberjack's shoes to stay tied so that when they're like climbing up in a tree and chopping a tree down, 
um, uh, above where they climbed, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> why are they climbing the tree? Lumberjacks definitely climb trees. I don't know why. Okay. Make me to make sure there's no nests that they're knocking down. Oh yeah. Or maybe they just want to get away for a while. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but they I guarantee you they do climb trees sometimes. And when you do that, you don't want your shoe coming untied. Or maybe when you're like mid chopping or chainsawing a tree and then you're like, oh no, I gotta tie my shoe and you bend down and boom, chainsaw to your face. Yeah, chainsaw both your arms off and right. your head. Yeah, it could be really dangerous. Or you chainsaw off your your shoelace. Now what? Now your shoe's fucked. Yeah, then you're really fucked. (laughs) You're really fucked. You might as well kill yourself. So I hear. So he said. Got a chainsaw right there. All right. So so he taught me this knot. And I've been using it ever since. He might not even use it. He might not. I don't even know where this kid is. I didn't stay in contact with him. But it's a new knot. Uh-huh. That I have learned. Okay. And my shoes stay tied forever. Okay. Oh, Crocs. Okay. <laughs> then I, I tried to look down again, but I forgot he was wearing Crocs. Uh, they always, it's so rare when they come untied. It's absolutely, unbelievably rare. Okay, so here's what you do. So far, normal, right? Yeah. Once around. Back there. No, 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 no. Another loop around. Then you go through. Now, when you pull, it's going to be kind of harder because there's two loops around, so you kind of got to pull on top of the knot as you tighten it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that doesn't look like it now. I know, because you, you got to tie it around something, but yeah. If you use it on an actual shoelace, that will never come untied, especially if you double knot it after that. Well, okay, so let's see. And it unties just by pulling the string, just like a regular knot. So it's not any harder to untie by yourself, but it's a lot harder to untie while you're just chopping down trees or playing basketball or whatever you're doing. Now let's see if Logan can do it. So far, so good. Yes, yes. I get the idea. (laughs) There it is. USB cord isn't the best. It's not the best material to tie it with, but I guarantee you guys, I'm giving up this secret for free. I should have done this exclusively on the Patreon a tutorial. If you guys ask for it, I will do a tutorial on the Patreon of how to tie your shoes correctly, a step-by-step guide. Whoa, that was cool. <laughs> I was trying. Okay. I know you were, but it was kind of <laughs> cool. It's like a little fireman cord. And uh, and so through doing that, I never have to retie my shoes. I can always just, then I, you know, usually tie it loose enough where I can still slip them on or off. Yep. That's what I do. Sometimes I'll even take a shoe and I'll take the shoelace and put a little knot on the the thing, the shoelace, the end by the plastic, hard plastic part. Like I'll oh, right. pull it through on the inside, then, you know, put the, the last ones in. Oh, yeah. I know. And tie a little knot and, pff, and then push it out. So there's just like two knots so it can't come untied. I see people do that, but that seems too loose. To me, if they're high tops. It's not. Oh, I guess. Oh, that makes sense. And yeah, that that explains everything. Because I was also gonna say like you also need like or really short shoelaces. But I guess if they're high tops, they're high tops. High tops are just up. like harder to put on in general. That's like a guaranteed oh, yeah. sit downer to put on, right? Yeah. So by doing that, you have a better chance of being able to slip them on pretty quickly. 
However, I will still go to low top shoes almost every time because I can put those on, just slide my feet in and then lift my back heel up and crank it on with my finger. Slip them right in. Yeah. Because sitting down to put your shoes on is a pain in the ass. It definitely is. That's why I feel bad for people who dress up. You got to do a lot of sitting down when you put that clothes on. Yeah. I would hate dressing up if I had to do it every day for work, but because I don't and I rarely get to dress up, I kind of like it. Yeah. Dressing up in a suit or whatever. I don't love dressing up in the same. I, I like I like dressing up for like a wedding or something like that or like a party I'm going to go yeah. to. That's fun. But it is kind of like it's kind of like my other theory of, of I don't love working out. I don't, I don't want to get in the best shape I could ever get in. That's, <laughs> this is what's holding me back because I could easily do it. Right. And get totally ripped and cut and swole. But I don't want to do that because if I do that, then that is the best I will ever look. Right. Right. And I know I'm not going to look great. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I know I'm not going to be. What do you mean? The hottest guy in the world. I'm still going to be like, well, I still think I look stupid. I maybe not stupid, but I'm like, well, I'm not like, I'm not super hot now. Just in good shape. I think you're just lazy. No. <laughs> no, it's not that. No. Then, then yeah, it's that like. That doesn't make any sense. Well, then it's like, you know, now I mean, I know it's like. I you said it before, but no, it makes sense then either. I have an excuse. Well, why? Why is it every... too good, but it won't be good enough? <laughs> yeah, I still look. I look pretty good for the body that I have. Right. <laughs> You're dragging me out head to toe. <laughs> but if I was totally a shredded, if I was, Let's see a little spin. If I was totally shredded, then then you'd be like, "Wow, that person's ugly." Then I'd be like, "What else can I do?" Yeah, but what do you give a shit what anyone else thinks? It's about health. Well, it's about what I would think. It's about what I would think. I'd be like, look in the mirror. I'd be like, "Oh, I still." don't look sexy to myself (laughs) so you don't want to get in the best shape of your life because then you would be unhappy with how unsexy you are but now you're fine with it because you're not in shape right perfect sense thank you (laughs) now in my head i could be like well i could look super hot if i did all that work i just haven't done it yet gotcha yeah you haven't reached your potential right whereas if i when i actually reach my potential it's not going to be the picture that I'm seeing in my head of me looking like Jason Momoa or something like that. <laughs> he's that's too. Yeah. I mean, that's too much anyway. He's too buff and he's kind of a mouth breather. I don't know if I want to look like that. Right. A mouth breather. He yeah. looks, he looks like a moron, which is another thing. that's not true. I, you know, I, I I want to I think it's probably true that the majority of people who are really strong like that are really stupid. But Dolph Lundgren is really smart. It, I don't know anything about him. He's like an astrophysicist or something like that. What I didn't know that. Yeah, he's really oh. smart. 
Because I was going to say, oh, Jason Momoa actually doesn't seem dumb to me. But, I mean, I get what you mean, though. He does have a... Yeah, I mean, he looks like a caveman. Yeah, I'm just thinking, you know... If, his eyes are kind of wall-eyed or something. Right. It's kind of funny. <laughs> but I but I don't know. I don't know. If we're going one-on-one in Jeopardy, I feel like I could beat him. In Scrabble, Monopoly, I don't know what game of intellect what test of intellect we could take that i wouldn't feel confident in beating jason momoa and based on absolutely said nothing. so many dumb things on this podcast but i can't think of any of them to burn you with right now <laughs> so i guess you get away with this one you're smarter than momoa thank you you're welcome thank you and i'm down for that challenge at any time uh battle of wits and a battle of knowledge oh yeah you thought uh that swimsuits weren't supposed to be washed so that's a test that he would win. <laughs> I don't know. It's not really I think he would agree. Well, I think if he thought that they should be washed, he would lose because only smart people know that you do wash swimsuits every time you wear them in the water. He's kind of a water expert too, being Aquaman. Yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And I did see his new film, Aquaman too, and enjoyed it thoroughly. Oh, I thought you hated it. What? Did I say I hated it on this podcast? Man, we haven't seen each other for a while, so I guess like whenever someone says something to me, I'm like, oh yeah, Cornell said that. Because <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, somebody said that. Someone said, but like, yeah, I saw Aquaman too. It was fucking awful. Oh, it's so stupid, but it's great. And on that oh. same level, I saw just last night another interesting film that intellectuals like myself um, like to enjoy. And should go out and enjoy if they haven't experienced this already. The Beekeeper, starring Jason Statham. What's that about? So he's a beekeeper, um, literally. <laughs> well, I got that. Um, and he's beekeeping for at Mrs. Cosby's house. I forget her name. Camilla. Rash- oh, the real Rashida Evans or something like that. Okay. And she's a nice lady. And he's like, nobody's ever taken care of me before. Thank you. <clears throat> and he's like beekeeping. And then someone scams her while he's out beekeeping and steals all of her money from her bank accounts through her computer. Oh, no. And then she kills herself. Oh. Yeah. I know the bank could probably give you your money back. <laughs> Well, and it included, it was like millions of dollars and included this, the one that was really big was this fund that she was overseeing for like sick kids or inner city kids or some shit like that. Underprivileged uh-huh. kids, they're underprivileged somehow. I don't remember. It wasn't really that important to the movie. Right. So she kills herself. Bang. And Jason Statham is sad. And then he decides, hey, I'm going to go find these people who did this to her and um you find out that actually he a beekeeper doesn't just mean an actual beekeeper he's also part of this super secret agency that works outside of the government and our laws to make sure that our society as a whole stays healthy and he's actually a super killer who was retired but now they've the illuminati angered him pretty much yeah Yep, and he. Whoa. So I think in the sequel he'll be going after Cat Williams. 
Um, and it's an incredible movie. It was really fun. Uh, horrible acting. Um, two of the bigger, or one of the main characters outside of Jason Statham did not need to be in the movie at all. She was horrible. And she was a cop and her partner, FBI agent and her partner. They were both completely pointless in the entire movie. So dumb. Every scene they were in was nothing. But Jason Statham was awesome. And this movie was kind of like, uh, 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 it was kind of like a. Uh, it almost sounds. It makes me think of Taken the way you're describing it. Like <laughs> someone fucks with someone this guy loves, and he's like, yes, he somehow finds finds out who they are, and yes, it's exactly it. Travels the world to get to them and all this stuff. Exactly. Because I it. assume it's a scammer in another, in another country or something. Nope they're in they're in the U.S. Oh, okay. And they look like big city liberals. <laughs> it's like oh, written. Really? It's like written like with this kind of with this kind of like January sixth insurrectionist type of slant, or like these people who think they're uncovering big government secrets. So it's slanted toward insurrectionists. <laughs> yes, like okay. catering to them a little bit. Okay. Yes, that's what makes the movie so incredible. You know the 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 one of the guys who owns one of these bad companies i don't think i'm giving too much away um he comes in i forget this actor's name but but he's been in like hunger games and stuff like that um he plays this kid who's like running this company and he comes in on a skateboard into his office this like real nice office and is like um you know hey what's up is that new sushi in you got that new ahi in for the sushi bar and it's Jeffrey's like, yes. And he goes, all right, all right, arigato. And then he like pushes through on his skateboard. Pat, and he's like, I need that ketamine stat. And then like pushes through. And then he goes into an office, and this woman's like, I got that new sound bowl you ordered. Wow. So he's like just doing like, I'll take an acai kale shot, bitch. Like, he's just the perfect uh, big city liberal thing that people are just afraid of you know uh -huh. and then jason statham the beekeeper is like basically that jason aldean song like you know why don't you try that in a small town he's basically like that type of guy who comes from this small town into a big city and fucks all these dickhead liberals up uh -huh. and there, it gets even better there's more storyline um about uh, about more and more kind of right-wing conspiracy stuff that's already out there that kind of like weave into this storyline and so it all actually makes sense it's just beautifully done huh interesting yeah i don't want to spoil anything because there could be some oh, yeah. big spoilers okay well, i wanted to ask questions but yeah i guess it's a movie i should watch it <laughs> yeah yeah just like big big um storylines you would hear on a uh from a Joe Rogan or Ben Shapiro or Alex Jones type of stuff like Tim Pool, whatever the, the bullshit or even dumber shit Trump's talking about, you know, the kind of like <laughs> those are all pretty bad. Yeah. Actually, who, who did you say? You said Tim Pool, Ben Shapiro, oh, Alex yeah, yeah. Jones, Joe Rogan. You can even throw in there now. Right. Fucking... <laughs> well, he. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could. Yeah. He's a dumb idiot. Anyway, the movie's 
fucking great. It's so. Well, stupid. I was gonna say at least, but he's not. Uh, maybe I should not say it. Uh, he's not purporting to be a news guy though, like those other guys. Right. So at least he knows not to take himself that seriously. But those other guys do. I think. I think that's a big difference to me. But anyway. Yeah, but I, he has not that little, I listen to Rogan either. <laughs> right. He has a lot of listeners, and he's throwing out shit like it's facts about the the lamest Alex Jones talking points too. He's just regurgitating that shit to us if it's facts too, which is still right. still damaging. Um anyway, The Beekeeper was very fun, very good movie, and I can't recommend it enough to everyone across this great land. All right, well, <laughs> that's your movie recommendation. Do you have one? Uh, nah, check out Always Sunny, the last season that came out. It's great. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I just voted for a bunch of SAG awards, and uh, I voted a lot for... Every time there was an Always Sunny in Philadelphia person, I voted for that person. Yeah. Because I love that show. It's a great it's show. Consistent. It's a great show. They're kind of... Uh, Actually, I don't know their politics, but the characters are definitely right wing. But I mean, they're making fun of the right wing, I think. Yeah. In the show? <laughs> I don't yeah. really know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I guess they make fun of both. I think they make fun of both. I don't know. I'm, I'm not well versed enough, especially in the later seasons, about it. But I know they do kind of do poke fun of, about everything. They're great. They're a funny bunch. Should I do Ripley's? Yes, let's do some Ripley's. All right, I got a pretty good Ripley's today. Uh, it took me a while to find them because a lot of them were fucking lame. Right, like one of them was one of them. One of the lame facts I read every every week. I read a fact from Ripley's. Believe it or not, there's like three facts per comic strip. They have a comic strip that comes out, three facts in each one, and so I like to find a f- one with interesting facts, read them, and we discuss. And one of the facts that I read that sucked was like. This place in Finland has 206 days of fog a year. <laughs> so what? Yeah, what? Anyway, this one seemed pretty interesting. Okay, fact number one. After a Greek wedding, the bride throws a pomegranate at a honey-covered door. If the fruit seeds stick to the door, the couple will have many children. I assume... Okay, so I was going to say, I assume you have to cut it open first, but no, the picture portrays you throwing <laughs> just a pomegranate yeah. at the wall and hoping it explodes. Well, are you hoping for that? You want to have many children? Oh, yeah, I guess it depends what you want. I mean, if you have like 20 seeds stuck to there, does that mean you're going to have 20 kids? I don't know. I'm not Greek. It can't mean, it can't be true for actual. It's just got to be you're going to have many children. Which, that's a high-stakes game to play at your wedding. You're putting a lot of pressure on <laughs> yourselves, the newlywed couple. Yeah, it's all just fun, fun and games. All right. All right, fair. Not the most crazy fact, but that is interesting at least. All right. Here's, it's not unbelievable. Here's one that's maybe a little more unbelievable. Uh, I'll do this one. Okay. Brandon Zavala, founder of Apollo Peak Wine, has developed a wine... Exclusively for cats. A non-alcoholic <laughs> blend of organic catnip water and beets. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. 
Yeah. Man, it's not unbelievable, though. But I, at least it's better than, like, we've had some lame ones before. Yeah. Like the fuck. I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think it would be cool if you and your cat get to get fucked up together. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen, I saw this YouTube video of a woman who had a, gets migraines, and her cat was trying to give her catnip. Really? Yeah, and her cat, she trained her cat with the word buttons, you know? And, uh, wait, what was the cat hitting? I don't know, but it was really clear the cat was trying to give it her, make her feel better with catnip. It was pretty cute. Whoa, cool. I didn't even know you could do that with cats. I guess it makes sense, but I've only seen it happen with dogs. It didn't have as many buttons as a dog. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it, it must have said eat or something. Interesting. Interesting. All right, here is our last fact. The most unbelievable of them all. Better be unbelievable. Jenny Buckleff, a qualified embalmer, arrived for her wedding to Chris Lockett in Langefney, Wales, in a closed coffin pulled by a motorcycle. Cool. (laughs) That's pretty badass. That's more, yeah, that's more on... That's what I want. Yeah, right? That <laughs> yeah, is, want... If you're at if I'm at that wedding and like the the bum bum ba ba starts and all of a sudden you're yeah. <laughs> and you see a coffin roll up and she's here. I was like, oh, we're gonna get fucked up at this wedding. This wedding's gonna be off the hook. Yeah, but you know what? I work and know a lot of people. I know a few people who I love these people truly. Like they're great, but they're really into vampires and shit. Mm. And one of them, mm. yeah, <laughs> one of them's a uh, model. I don't know how she makes money or what she does, but she is an Instagram model who's always wearing teeth. She calls herself a vampire, and everything is gothic vampire themed. Mm-hmm. Her brand is called Straight Out of the Coffin. Yeah. And uh, my other friend who they, they both kind of hang out because they're, they're not together, ironically. I feel like they should be, but I don't know what's up with that. But uh, but they are compatible because they're both super gothic and shit. But he's got like a the dangling cross earring. Uh-huh. Like he is fucking... And he's got long hair and like a... Yeah, everything is very... I don't know. So when I hear stuff like that, it's like, that is cool. And then it's like, eh, I kind of know how that's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to be there. <laughs> yeah. That sounds, that sounds actually. They're going to be way too. The thing is, that is badass, but they're going to be way too proud of themselves for it. Right. They're gonna be way too into it. Like, right. You got to act like it's no big deal and not yeah. just have like this big gothic wedding. Like it's a fucking party in Blade or something like that. Right. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is they're gonna have blood drinks and, and like everything's yeah, gonna be lame. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> fucking stupid. That that is pretty fucking stupid. You're right. I think you gotta. I just also think of like the the father of the groom or the parents of the groom, and right <laughs> turning around. Uh, <laughs> well, this is who my son's gonna spend the rest of his life with. <laughs> 
my son named um what was the son's name again it was a weird one my poor my poor son uh, uh oh no chris lockett <laughs> <laughs> they're in lang langefni wales she had the weird name Buckleck. We're gonna spend the rest of their life in Lang Langefni. Seems like a uh word that's written backwards. Anyway. Anyway, those are our interesting facts for the day. You know, not not so interesting, not blowing us away. Eh. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. Ripley's thanks for nothing. Rip. <laughs> Alright, let's do our comic strips. Let's do it. Now Logan, you won last episode with uh, Scorching BC, and so you get to go first. All right. This is a simple one. It's a pretty good one. It was today's. Oh, you know what? I want to mention something else. Okay. Maybe this is negative, but it's not that negative. But uh, today's, we're recording on... Martin Luther King Day. Yes. Uh, do you know how old he was when he was assassinated? After he accomplished everything in his life, you know how old he was? Oh, boy. What? 39. Wow. He's our age. We have done nothing, <laughs> or I haven't done anything in my life. <laughs> Holy crap. Nothing that you could um, compare against Martin Luther King Jr. No, of course not. But, I mean, he's done a million things. I've done... Zero. <laughs> this is significant thing. This wow. is what I was. I made a video for Black Lives Matter and no one watched or shared it. That's what I did. <laughs> I thought this was going to like change the world and no one wanted to share it because it was too like, I don't know. It was too on the nose or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say something touching. Um, or what I thought was touching, but probably no one will like to share this either. <laughs> what I was taking from this day, even though we're the same age now, um, was I was like, man, I complain a lot about, or in my head about like, oh, I have it tough, or I can't do this because it's too late, or because uh, I didn't get these lucky breaks or something like that. And then I was like, well, you know, think about Martin Luther King Jr. He did a lot in the face of adversity. Uh, yeah. His issues that, you know, I, I feel like, Oh, I, I woke up twice last night. I better not do any work and lay on the couch and watch law and order SVU all day. <laughs> Those are my things that hold me back, you know, you know, and it's uh. just like, this guy was, he, he will work through a little bit more serious, uh, problems. And I should use that as inspiration to push through and only one or two SVU order, uh, law and order SVU episodes <laughs> right. a day. Yeah. Like Martin Luther King Jr. would. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I just wanted to get that out before the show ended because I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, I was so shocked. I was like, oh, that just seemed so old at one point in my life. Anyway. All right, back to the funny business. Oh, we lost our background. Oh. New background coming soon. Oh, it's that's weird. It started in the middle. 
All right, here's the strip. <laughs> BC, defending champion. BC, my Mastroianni and heart for January 15th, 2024. It's one panel. It's a picture of a speed bump. And then a little bit further from the speed bump is a cave. And uh, the speed bump has a sign that says speed hump, because that's another word for speed bump. But uh, <laughs> then there's a cave with an opening, and there's a guy on top of the cave. He's okay. got like a unicycle. By the way, these are cave people. That's all irrelevant to the story. It never <laughs> has right. anything to do with cave people. But he's a caveman, so he's got a stone uh, unicycle thing. And another sign pointing to where he is. He's above the opening of the cave, facing the wall. And the sign says, my phone turned off. My phone says, if you land here, you were speeding. Because uh-huh. it's very visual. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, he's not facing the wall. He's he's fallen over because his and his w- one wheel, his unicycle. He was going too fast over the speed bump and it launched him in the air. Over the and he missed the tunnel. Wow, wow. Well, great delivery. <laughs> no, <laughs> you ended it by saying. And then my phone says instead of the side reads. Okay, I have a new comic strip that we've that has never been read on this. Podcast, I don't think. Well, it's called BC. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called the Lockhorns. Interesting. I've never seen it before. Never brought it on, but I saw it, and it was true. It goes, um, you know, me and my girlfriend are trying to watch Fargo right now and catch up. We're on season three, and this just felt like it really hit home. It's this couple, this old married couple, and they're sitting there and they're watching TV. They got a bowl of chips and a glass of something to drink, and the lady's holding the remote, and the guy says to her, "Can't we binge watch any faster?" <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you had the better delivery. Can I can I take a look at it? Yeah. Who do you think won? I don't even know anymore. It's not that funny. None of them were that funny. It just hit me because I was like, yeah, I do sometimes. I'm watching a show and I'm like, yeah, just let me catch up already. Actually, yeah, I do identify with that. But does it make you laugh? No, not really. No, I think mine's funnier, but I really botched it. And that's part of the judgment, right? You know, delivery and stuff. I would think so, yeah. Should we do a rematch? I think we should do a rematch. All right. Yeah. All right. Because BC kicks ass sometimes. That's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Well, you heard it. You heard it here, guys. You heard it here. We're going to have a rematch between the Lockhorns and BC. It's not going to be bad. (laughs) (laughs) Until next episode, everyone. Keep ripping. Keep grip. Keep gripping. <laughs> keep, keep gripping. Keep ripping. And, and keep, keep stripping. stripping.